What's up, everybody? Welcome to season two of Quick Blitz, your favorite Panthers podcast. I am one half of the dynamic duo, Sheena Quick. I'm joined by Bash Ty Hurt, and as always, we're so appreciative of all of the support. We're appreciative of the feedback you guys give us. If you are not already subscribed, make sure you hit up HTTPS and all that other stuff. TheRiotReport.com backslash quick hyphen blitz. We're getting ready to kick off season two. Bash Ty, opening week, what are your initial thoughts on the roster that the Panthers are taking into this week's season opener? I mean, first of all, it's good to be back. It's good to be back, and it's been a while. So uh, it's good. Well, you you guys will be hearing from us every Tuesday, and I've missed Sheena. Although we've seen each other with practice and stuff, but we haven't been able to give y'all the 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 gully, the rundown. Yeah, on this podcast because it's you know we 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 bring y'all another element that we don't necessarily bring on Twitter and in our reporting. So this is why you should subscribe because we, we keep it funky Fridays every day, right? <laughs> Listen, All every right. day, every but episode, yeah, every episode. <laughs> about the roster. I mean, there are questions, but there are questions on every roster. I feel like, you know, the Panthers have enough talent um, on, on the offensive side of the ball uh, where Sam Darnold should be able to not have to be great, but just decent. Um, I really like how the Panthers look defensively uh, and they have, they have some young talent. There was, there were really no surprises for me uh, when they released the 53 man roster. It's just, you know, Frankie Louvu. I like him. I like Um, him a lot. Yeah. So, you know, and he's a new guy. It wasn't surprising that he made the roster, but he's a new guy who was not here in Carolina last season. So, yeah, I think, I think, you know, I think that this, this Panthers team is more talented than uh, NFL fans and even fans of the team, even Panthers fans are giving it credit for. I think so too. There's really no shockers for me. Um, You know, I have been calling for them to release Will Greer for like three seasons now. So he's gone. Um, There there was no real shocker. I mean, a lot of people might've been shocked at that move just because they felt like, Will Greer put the best product on the field in that final preseason game, but it's yeah. a preseason game. Listen, no, it's a preseason game. So a lot of people, you, you're think, you're looking at these third and fourth string guys. So you could probably put Mr. Magoo, wasn't that his name from the comics? The one that couldn't see, you could probably put him back there, and he'd still do work. So for what is worth, good luck to Will where he is now. But I just have never felt like he was um, the backup the Panthers needed. I felt like him being a roster hold over every single year was because they traded up to get him in the first place. No, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, he, he spent time on an NFL roster. He got paid and now he's right. in Dallas, I believe. So, you know, maybe he'll have a shot there, but you know, I don't, I don't feel like Will Greer was ever going to be a starting quarterback in the NFL by, um, uh, by off of his merit, like, earning the job he, he's going to be a backup and he could be he could be a decent backup uh I don't think that Will Greer is sorry but you know he, he could be a decent backup and, and and like you said we wish him well in uh Dallas I mean he's from Charlotte you gotta root for for the for the hometown home kid yeah a little bit but, 
I would be amiss if I didn't say that the Panthers, did you see that video that um, they posted with her, with his wife, with, with Will Greer's wife in the suite you thought celebrating that was his touchdown? You thought that when was I saw it, I said, and they know they're going to release him tomorrow. It was sweet though. Well, you know, honestly, sweet, I don't, I, I don't, like, no, I don't get, I don't get moved by stuff like that. Personally, I don't get moved by stuff. You know, I, I the, shout out to the Panther social team. They do an excellent job. They really do. They do showing all aspects of the team and, and of the, of Pan, Panthers culture. So shout out to that. I just personally am not moved by that. And yeah, I think he knew he was going to get cut. I, I feel like he knew. And I feel like she knew uh because you usually know if, they do usually you yeah feeling or of when you're on the fringe but you know yeah. so I, I feel like he knew he was gonna get cut uh but you have to still stay confident and optimistic but you know in that game I guess she was cheering because you know maybe he did enough where he would get a spot on another, another roster look. and he did so he yeah did. you know but that kind of stuff that yeah that that doesn't move the needle for me Another thing that Matt Rule said doesn't move the needle for him is promoting guys to a captain spot without their peers actually voting on it. And we saw the Panthers name eight. Yes, eight. You think captains. that's too many? I definitely think that's too many. Really? Who, wasn't it the um, the Falcons picked like nine? Well, you know. Well, what, what do you think is a good number for amount of captains? I think you have, I think maybe five, two defense, two offense, and a special teams. Okay. I think that's fair. Well, well if you didn't I, I mean, know, that's kind of a lie, but. The captains were named on Thursday, Shaq Thompson, Christian McCaffrey, Dante Jackson, Brian Burns, Sam Darnold, Matt Paradis, Taylor Moten, J.J. Jansen. I mean, I guess they could have left off a couple of people on this list. They could have left off a couple of people. I think that, um. Shaq Thompson gets the nod over Jeremy Chin just because of seniority. But I do think it's kind of cool to see um, Dante Jackson step into that kind yeah. of young elder role. Like he quickly became an elder in that secondary because the, the secondary has not been stable. That's not a stable unit for the Panthers historically. And he's in, a, you know, he's in a contract year. He's showing some leadership. Hopefully he stays healthy this season. He won't, he won't say that the captaincy is going to affect his play, that he just wants to play football. But Dante Jackson knows he has to get paid this season. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, what, what do they say? Cash rules everything. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Dollar, Listen, dollar bills. Dante Jackson, this is a contract year for him. And I feel like getting named captain is it looks good on his resume, but he has right. to play and earn it. And I thought it was kind of cute at the press conference yesterday he seemed to get a little emotional. Uh, I peeped it. Maybe others didn't, but he got a mm -hmm. little emotional while talking about being named captain. That's that's right. a big honor. Um, and, I'm, and he said he didn't expect it, and I didn't. I didn't expect him to be named captain, but I smiled when I saw his name listed because I knew how important that would be to him. And just a, you know, a real down to earth guy. I. I would like to see him succeed this year. The Panthers need for him to succeed on defense. Mm -hmm. And so, um, like you said, I do feel like this honor will help push him even more. 
um, to kind of go out there and, and perform. Hopefully it doesn't put any pressure on them, which I don't think it will. But I, I do so. feel like I do feel like it'll be a, a, a nudge. You know, so, you know, when you yeah. get a promotion at work that you didn't expect, you mm-hmm. like, oh, they actually do appreciate me. Right. Let me actually do some work instead of scrolling on the Internet all day. <laughs> well, I on the flip side of the coin, I think that that's a testament to Dante Jackson's quick maturity and having to quickly grow up in that secondary because like I said it's unstable he was one of the main one of the mainstays but if you remember that all or nothing series they had him down bad but you know what I I think some editing kind of like oh I'm sure he told us that that he didn't like the editing on that how it made him seem like you know he was he was uh, immature he was immature and I'm sure he was immature to a certain extent. And we yeah. know, we know those, those, those cornerbacks and those receivers, they tend to be divas. And so, you know, <laughs> and I mean, you gotta be to a certain extent. Um, so yeah, they did paint him kind of in a bad light. And to see, I have, I, I will say that I have seen growth in him, but oh, yeah, you know, sure. you see growth in all players like Brian Burns talked to us yesterday about being named captain, which I think well-deserved. Um, yeah, and absolutely. how he talked about how, you know, he feels like his teammates saw maturity in him. And I asked mm-hmm. him to elaborate on that. And he said, you know, going to uh, going to treatment, even when he doesn't feel like, it. you know, he said early in his, in his early year, earlier years, he might skip treatment because he just didn't feel like going, getting there early, not staying up all night, playing video games, just little things that you have to do when you're a professional in the NFL in order to improve on your play and also have longevity. So it was good to see those young guys, um, young vets, you know, and yes, I, they're young vets. Crazy. Like, they're young Burns vets. Is what, 23, maybe young vets. See these young they're vets young. get that, um, get that honor. Uh, so uh, now I'm gonna rewind it because you be throwing a little subtle shade, but I pick up on it. What? Do you think Chen should have been named captain over Shaq Thompson? <sighs> Semantics. I think that if you're going to go by um, just physical leadership, yes, I would say Chen over over Thompson. But of course, a lot of pe- a lot of the guys, when you do hear them talk about Shaq Thompson, they talk about him in a glowing light. They talk about him as a leader um, uh, verbally. And he is one of the older players on the team. He's been there the <laughs> There's longest. There's the shade again. So you. What? <laughs> I said he is one of the older players. Ver- like, he's a verbal leader. Is he, yeah, is he, leading, is leader. he leading on the field, Sheena? If you're looking at his his sample size and, and Jeremy Chin's, Chin's going to get that nod because he's been more productive. Okay. He's been more productive. I don't think a lot of people argue that. And Shaq Thompson, it's not a, a personal dig at him. This is, you oh, know, no, this no, is quick no. blitz. You know what I'm saying? We keep it real. And to be honest with you, I have never been overwhelmed by Shaq Thompson on the field. I've never been like, wow, like, oh my God, what a playmaker. Yeah. And that's not to say that he will not continue to have a long career. Everybody has a role. His role might not be to be the super productive linebacker. You know, he played with, with Luke Keekley and Thomas Davis. He didn't have to be the super productive linebacker. He just had to not miss assignments. He had to be just good. He didn't have to be great. He just had to be good. And I think that Jeremy Chin has shown us that he's going to be great. 
So if you're going to go by physical leadership, I would say Jeremy Chin. But if you're going by verbal leader, um, locker room leader, then I understand the Shaq Thompson pick. Yeah, I mean, I, I would I, I would agree. I would agree. I feel like, you know, if Jeremy Chin has the season that we expect him to have this time next year, I think that if they were voting, Chin would get the nod over Shaq Thompson. And this is a young team, so you got to have a couple old team. heads. You got to yeah. have a couple old heads on there. And the oldest of old heads is J.J. Jansen. Um, but so I get that one also. But yeah, you know. Um, J.J. and Christian are the only repeat captains, right? Or was Shaq a captain last year? Shaq was a captain last year. Okay, so like five or six of the guys are getting the getting that um, captain patch on Sunday for the first time in their careers. I think it's Christian's third. Yeah, Christian is his third time. Thompson's his second. And then okay. um uh sure JJ, JJ Jansen, then. he's the oldest Panther on the roster at 35 years old. That's crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. Paradis is only one of three players on the roster over 30. So it's JJ Jansen, Paradis, and linebacker Julian Stanford. Those are the only guys on the play on the roster over 30 and Paradis was a team captain for the Broncos um before he came to Carolina so well that, those ladies and gentlemen that's your eight we're rolling with into the season and it seems like the season rolled up kind of fast but not really if that makes any sense we're going back a little we're, we're getting inching closer and closer to being back quote unquote regular like we've, we're doing in-person um post-game stuff now um things at, at bank of america there are fans and sam Darnold will be taking his first snaps regular season snaps at the helm of the carolina panthers offense a lot of people have made are they're going to ask these questions and it always kind of like kind of irks my nerves a little bit because a lot of these players ha- are going to play against their former team People are expecting the blood and guts type of um, repetition of the game with with Steve Smith. You're not going to get that. Like Sam Darnold is very politically correct. No bulletin board um, material this week from him or Robbie Anderson. And, you know, they're going to keep saying that this is just another game. But Vashai, do you believe that, especially in Sam Darnold's case where his exit wasn't all that great? I do. I you think do. it's just another game for him? I absolutely think. I mean, I feel like he wants to win. But I don't, I I don't, it's, it's not in a Steve Smith blood and guts type of way. It's more so in a, oh, okay. Like I see my ex in the club and I want my exes. If I'm out and at the club, you dressed up. Always, always got these references, right? But I gotta, I gotta give the, if I'm out in the club and I happen to see my ex, I don't want it to be a day where I'm not looking like, damn, I want my ex to see me out there. And I'm like, he'd be like, dang, like I really messed up. So it's not on like, I'm not, but it's not like I'm trying hard. It's just like, I look good. So I feel like with Sam Darnold, he wants to look good. He wants to be the ex in the club that looks good, but he doesn't want to be extra in the section, popping balls with a whole bunch of women around him, popping and stuff. Nah, he doesn't need all that. This (laughs) is a prove it. This is a prove it year for Sam Darnold. 
Week one of 17 is not going to show whether the Jets were wrong by releasing him or whether he was a bust at the number three pick. Week one is not going to show that. Now, as we head into the season, then we'll know more. So I feel like, yeah, he wants to win the game. There might be just a little bit more juice in the tank, but really not as much as people are making it out to be because the picture is much larger for him. It's not about a prove it game this is a a prove it season yeah I would agree with you on that because a lot of people have made the excuses of um the protection lack of protection in New York and the lack of weapons but we heard him say yesterday you know and just take full accountability he's like look I just wasn't doing the best I wasn't performing to the best of my abilities I'm not going to shade those guys basically I just wasn't performing to the best of my ability now you can make that argument about protections and, you know, you can kind of look at it going into it as a devil's advocate saying, Oh, the Panthers offensive line hasn't always been that great historically. And, you know, John Miller's out, blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, red zone has been an issue for the Panthers in his three seasons. Sam Darnold was dead, dead last in um, percentage completion percentage in the red zone. He was dead last in completion percentage from a completely clean pocket since 2018. So it'll be interesting to see how he grows in addition to having these weapons at his disposal. And I was going to say better protection. Yeah. I don't know. Well, we'll see about better protection, but he definitely has. If he gets some better protection. He definitely has better weapons. And, you know, when you have Christian McCaffrey, you have DJ Moore, you have Robbie Anderson, even Dan Arnold, he and Dan Arnold had a good connection and Dan Arnold will be, can be a re- reliable catching tight end. He has to work. Right. On we haven't had those in a while. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I fit yeah, You know, I, I'm throwing all the stats from the previous seasons out for Sam Darnold. They're gone. I'm not even looking at that. I'm looking at what he's doing here in Carolina. It's a completely different situation. It's a completely different offense. It's a completely different team. So, yeah, it didn't pan out in New York. New York who? The Jets who? Like, you know. It's, it's, it's about Carolina and we'll see if he's worth it. And the Panthers didn't spend enough on him where they bet the farm on him. They right. Sam knows he's on a prove it year. Cause if he right. doesn't prove it this year, trust me, they'll make a move. Oh yeah. They, oh they, yeah. They, one thing about David Tepper and Scott Fitterer. Make them, oh, and Scott. Yeah. And fit, they're going to make a move if they need to make a move regardless. It's a, it's business to them, but I will ask you this with Christian McCaffrey, um, I'm pretty sure we're going to see him early and often, maybe some checkdowns. might see him on the ground, might see the Panthers keep the ball on the ground a lot. What would constitute a good, re- like what, what would, I guess, what would a good performance from Sam Darnold look like statistically? Or are we just thinking about his decision-making skills in, per- in different game scenarios and how he orchestrates? Are, are we looking at a specific, are we looking at a target stat line for him? I'm not. I I I think it's just about him making good decisions, like you said, and being consistent. And, you know, and I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. Sam Darnold does not have to be Cam Newton, okay? And he won't be Cam Newton. But Sam Darnold can be Jake DeLome. Oh. 
Okay. Okay. Sam Darnold can be Jake Delone. We'll Jake that. Delone. Jake Delone was not a great quarterback. All right. Jake Delone was very average, but Jake Delone knew how to get the ball into the hands of his playmakers, a la Steve Smith. Mm-hmm. And if Darnold can do that, and I understand check down, but if Darnold can put the air and let DJ Moore make a play on the ball, if he can put the ball in the air and let Robbie Anderson make a play on the ball, every now and then air that thing out like DeLone mm-hmm. did. DeLone would air it out sometimes with reckless abandon, but he trusted his playmakers to make plays. So you're not going to get you know, Sam Darnold is not going to carry a team to a win, but he has enough weapons around them where in him in conjunction with the weapons, the weapons can carry them to the t- to the win. He just has to give them the ball in the proper places and at the proper time. And that's all that the Panthers need from Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold just needs to be Jake DeLone. That's a good tagline. <laughs> but I will say this. For me, what I would like to see – Um, out of the Panthers is a productive red zone come away with six as opposed to settling for three it's a a problem that's plagued them you know going back to last well I guess the last couple of seasons to be honest with you I am interested in seeing how Brady's bunch is um, handled like you said there's a lot of playmakers but with a lot of playmakers comes a lot of responsibility in terms of ball distribution, making sure everybody gets their touches and they're in the best position to be productive for the team. So I'm interested in just seeing how all of these weapons are going to coexist. And of course, looking forward to the defense, I expect them to put a really, really good product on the field. Um, These guys are fast. They're youthful. They are interchangeable, super versatile groups. So my eyes are on the defense, the red zone, and ball distribution. What about you? If we keeping it funky, because we Let's said it, 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 it in, in honor of Mr. Newton's Funky Fridays, and Listen, we are recording, we and we are recording on <laughs> Friday. But if we keeping it funky, there's a lot of attention around Sam Darnold and what he has to prove. But you hit it, Sheena. Joe Brady. I mean, mm-hmm. I really can't say that I was that blown away by this offensive genius last that we year. were sold on last year. So what are we going to get this year? There are no excuses. No nope. excuses. I don't want to hear anything arsenal. about Christian not being there. And I think they put way too much weight in that into that because yeah. Mike yeah. Davis played very well last year. He actually is going to get the start in Atlanta this week. Yeah. So well, for Atlanta, know, I'm not sure where they're playing, but he's going to start for the Falcons this week. And I mean, I you had to, all these thousand, you had these thousand yard performers. Yeah. So you've got guys that are capable. I need to see what, I need to see this offensive genius from Joe Brady. I need to watch the game and not be able to predict what the next play is going to be. That's what I need to see. And so that's what I want to see week one. And don't, don't try to hold stuff in your back pocket. Come up with some new stuff. If you need, if you need some new stuff, well, they said, like, they, said they, I, were, they, they said they were vanilla during preseason. So let's see what. Yeah, we, okay. Well, they were what, vanilla last year released. too. Oh. Oh. I mean, funky. <laughs> they were vanilla, <laughs> and part of that, Friday. and part of it was, you know, check down Teddy. I'm, i you know, but who knows? Yeah. You know, I, it, it was, it. They were vanilla last year. I want, I want to watch the game and be like, okay, Joe, I see you. I see you, Joe. Like, that's what I need to say to myself in the press box or look at Sheena at the press box. 
Girl, okay, Girl, I like that one. Okay, okay. But you know, so that's that's what I need to see. I need to see. I need to see some mix up. That's what I want to see week one. I will be very much so looking at how Joe Brady calls this game because I think Phil Snow is official. I feel like the defense is official. I don't have any concerns about the defense. I still have concerns about the offense, and it's not just Sam Darnold and how he's going to perform. I am curious about how Joe Brady, the young offensive genius that we've all been sold on, how he's going to – tailor his play calling around the weapons that he has that's what good offensive coordinators do facts some personnel things the only panthers out this week are um john miller he's out due to being on the COVID list and you know for according to the nfl's policy the the team has not confirmed this but you can pretty much confirm it on your own he's one of only two players that are unvaccinated i don't know if that other player went and got vaccinated since but he wouldn't be considered isn't that crazy though isn't that isn't that crazy insane when i found so we knew that there were two players missing or two players who did who weren't vaccinated weren't vaccinated for their for offensive line to be one of the biggest questions heading into the season right and for the one of you there are 53 players on the active roster for one of uh, 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 and two of which only two are not vaccinated for one of those players not to be, be vaccinated to get COVID and have to sit out seven days like that is a huge blow to your team. It is why people have rule uh, owners. The league have been encouraging players to get vaccinated. Especially, Can you imagine? Especially right. that position. You're in the trenches. Like. I, I, I'm curious if we speak like, are, bruh, are you going to get vaccinated now? Because you're hurting the team. You're hurting the you're team hurting, and yourself. You're hurting the team and you're hurting yourself. So uh, Rue will not say whether he will be out next week. Honestly, low key, if Daly comes out and hoops, and like balls. John Miller could lose his starting job because starting of what? Job. He was not vaccinated. Not vaccinated. Now, the only other players, Shai Smith, he was um, he had a shoulder injury, so we don't really have a timetable on him. He will not be available on Sunday. Um, now, go, speaking of season-wide expectations before we, before we let you guys go, Vashai, DJ Moore, I thought he had been extended, but he has not. He's expected to be extended in the very yeah. near future. He has not been. So you have Dante Jackson, who's in a um contract year what do you think the likelihood is that Dante Jackson is a Panther next year I mean I think fit when fit signed Robbie he said they're they're working on a on a DJ. ladder on a uh hmm oh I thought you were about to say you, they were working on DJs at the same time no when Robbie. they ex- when they extended Robbie he said oh. that they were working on a on a on a ladder type uh on a ladder type system where you know, you extend one guy when you can, and then some some way where he will be able to sign other guys because you have DJ, you have um, Brian Burns, who's gonna who's gonna uh, demand a big payday if he has a season that uh, that he's expecting to have, and then you have to decide mm-hmm. whether you have you keep Dante Jackson. You for sure don't want to have another situation that you had with um, who's the guy that went to New York and been, has been hooping, James Bradbury. James Bradbury, you do not want another situation where you let one of you know one of your guys go 
And, I mean, he's balling. And, then you, <laughs> and then you struggle, right? And then you then you struggling at that position. So I feel like Fit will be able, you know, early is early, but I, I Fit is seems to be very cunning and very calculated. And you need that in a in a GM. And I feel like he's gonna be able to at least. I think it's a good chance Dante stays because Dante is not going to demand top cornerback money unless he just blows it out of the park this season. Um, right. He's a good cornerback. I don't know if he's going to get top cornerback and the Panthers should be able to salary cap is going up. I think they should be able, they to, should be able to afford him. Yeah, they should sure. be able to afford him. So I, I would expect that he'll be a Panther um, next year. But uh, again, I wouldn't be surprised if he wasn't. Now, one of these little fun tidbits to think on as the season goes by, as the season goes on, um, Justin Fields is not starting in Chicago. I don't expect that to be a season-long thing. I think he's going to take the reins. Well, why, why are they wasting our time? Like, right. I'm sorry. Let's just quit playing. Quit but listen, playing. though, v, if he takes the reins and he balls out and Sam Darnold flames out, what do you think that means for Matt Rule? Do you think that David Tepper makes a move immediately, or do you think he has a couple more seasons to where he's safe? Uh, I think that Rule has this season and next season. Okay, that's fair. I think Rule that's has fair. this season and next season where where he's safe. And even if Justin Fields balls out and Darnold ends up being sewer juice, um, I, I think <laughs> that you know I don't think that. <laughs> I don't think that they I don't think that they risked enough on Sam Darnold to I mean this is this is an experiment. The the whole well, Sam I wouldn't Darnold even just thing. say that. I wouldn't even just say that. They they signed Sam Darnold. They didn't spend a ton, but then Justin Fields was available when the Panthers picked. So that yeah. I think that's where the Justin Fields, Sam Darnold, JC Horn relationship all all intersect. I you know, I'm still there have been rumors about why Justin Fields wasn't picked. Um, mm. I, th- I I think that when they when they went into the draft, they had already gotten Darnold, and they said we're going to roll with Darnold, period. And 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 that's what we're going to do. And they they had their mind set on that. And so you know they obviously wanted um, Penay Sewell. Uh, yeah, yeah. They obviously wanted him, but he got picked. What the pick before? He went to the Lions, maybe a pick or two. Yeah, he went to the Lions a pick or two before. But, you know, I think they're happy with what they got in J.C. Horn. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, if Justin Balls and Darnold doesn't, is is Rule on the hot seat immediately? Nah. I mean, Rule has at least this year. So this is his second year. They're going to give Rule four years. And if Rule is not, if Rule has not been to the playoffs and had at least a playoff win, then it's curtains. That's I think that's accurate. That's that's a pretty accurate assessment. I agree. So, um, what I mean, you have any predictions? Do you want to do predictions for Sunday? Uh, I think the Panthers will win. I don't know what that score is going to look like, but I do expect them to come out with the W. I mean, it is the Jets. <laughs> I think the Panthers will win by ten or more. That might be fair. I, I expect I, I defense, definitely think they come away with a W for real. I think the, the defense, defense should. Yeah, the defense should feast like yeah. it should be welcome to the NFL. Zach Wilson 
show. Like this is yeah, for sure. This is it, and we are for real. Like that Make is the rook what, a rook. <laughs> yeah, this that is what it should be. So the Panthers should win. If they don't win, Lord, Panthers Twitter is going to be a mess. And shout out Panthers, Panthers Twitter. Panthers Twitter is going to be a mess anyway. I look, listen, I am so entertained by you guys even during the games. Like Panthers Twitter is always a wild place. Always. But always entertaining, though. Forever always entertaining. always entertaining. All right, guys. So this, we wanted to bring you guys a show before the season started, uh, just to talk about our expectations. But Starting on Tuesday, you will get our thoughts from the game um, and, of course, what we see from behind the scenes from our reporting. And make sure that you are subscribing to Quick Blitz at the Riot Report. Uh, I know you guys are going to be tailgating. The Roaring Riot will be out in full force on Sunday. I'm looking forward to the game in in a full stand. Everybody be safe, though. Mask up when you're in those concourses because if we don't, then we'll go right back to having empty stadiums again. So everybody needs to and do that their wasn't part. fun. That it was so wiggity whack. All right, guys, we will be back on Tuesday, this coming Tuesday. So we won't be gone for long. Thanks for tuning in to Quick Blitz with Sheena Quick and Vashti Hurt. <laughs> Lift off. We have a lift off.